Good morning, everyone. I trust that uh, you're keeping well. It's been a rough night, but it seems to have settled a bit here, at least. We've been thinking about future events, and this is part four. And we've been looking at the programme of events that will take place when Christ comes to set up his kingdom on earth. He'll deal with the evil, tr- evil trinity. Satan will be bound in chains in the bottomless pit for a thousand years. And the beast and the false prophet will be cast into everlasting judgment. We've also been seeing something of the millennium and how the animals and vegetables and mineral things, that is the earth itself, will all be transformed in that universal, beneficent reign of the Lord Jesus in that day of grace and glory and peace. However, at the end of the millennium, the devil, Satan that is, will be loosed from his prison and go out for the last time to deceive the nations. There'll be an army formed that will be so innumerable that scripture says they'll be like the sand of the sea. These will endeavour to attack God's people and God will send fire from heaven and destroy them all and the devil will be cast into everlasting judgment. What strikes me is that even when there's a perfect environment with perfect rule, and an abundance of everything, it doesn't change the heart of man. Jesus said, Out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Scripture also says, The heart of man is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? You see, we have by nature a totally incurable disease called sin. It's perfectly evident that circumstances and environment are inadequate to change my heart. They may have an influence, but it takes the power of God's Holy Spirit and believing faith in the Lord Jesus and what he did at Calvary to give me new spiritual life and the transformation of my heart. After the casting out of Satan, there'll be the final judgment, which we're not going to look at now, but God willing, we'll look at that next week. Then all that is temporal, in other words to do with time, will pass away. Scripture says the heavens and earth that are now shall be dissolved. The heavens and earth fled away, another scripture says, and there was no place found for them. They shall perish, wax old as a garment, and he will fold them up. The heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Is that disconcerting to you this morning, my dear friend? If you're yet unsaved, it should be. But the Bible goes on to say that we as Christians can look at what his promise says and know that there is a new heavens and a new earth coming wherein dwelleth righteousness. It's called the day of God. Eternity, in other words. Revelation 21 says, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are past 
away. How wonderful that is. But here and now, God has put eternity in the heart of every man. In other words, a conscience, an awareness in every heart that there is a God to whom we will give account one day. So scripture says, but the God of this world has blinded the minds of those who believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. You see, that's what amusements are intended to do, to stop us musing, to stop us thinking and being concerned about eternity and stop us having a fear of death and that which is beyond. But those of us who have put our trust in Christ already have sweet foretastes of eternity now. Scripture says, If anyone be in Christ, there is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You see, we already have and possess eternal redemption, eternal salvation, eternal life, and that is the knowledge of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have an eternal inheritance that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for us. What a position to be in by divine grace. You see, when God made man, he breathed into him the breath of life, and man became a living soul. That soul never dies. The body dies, but the soul continues for eternity. Please don't listen to those people who tell you and tell themselves that when you're dead, you're done for. They say that when you die, you go into oblivion. That's wishful thinking. Someone said, the devil can't persuade people there's no heaven to gain. He can't persuade them there's no hell to shun. But he can persuade them there's no hurry to get right with God. There's an old hymn that goes like this. Where will you spend eternity? This question comes to you and me. Tell me, what shall your answer be? Where will you spend eternity? Repent, believe, this very hour. Trust in the Saviour's grace and power. Then will your joyous answer be saved through a long eternity. I trust that everyone that hears my voice this morning will be in the enjoyment of God's salvation and be able to utter those words, saved through a long eternity. God bless you.